Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now and keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Are you between the ages of 13 and 22 and love fantasy football? Then GM Genius is for you. GM Genius is the only fantasy football scholarship competition giving students a chance to play fantasy football and pay for your education. GM Genius won FSTA's Rookie of the Year Award in 2017 and has already awarded over $25,000 in scholarships. Go to GMGenius.com today and turn your fantasy football love into a scholarship. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Are you between the ages of 13 and 22 and love fantasy football? Then GM Genius is for you. GM Genius is the only fantasy football scholarship competition giving students a chance to play fantasy football and pay for your education. GM Genius won FSTA's Rookie of the Year Award in 2017 and has already awarded over $25,000 in scholarships. Go to GMGenius.com today and turn your fantasy football love into a scholarship. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome to our number three. 
of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, and Sean Engel, Fantasy Prince, keeping us flying straight. And uh, you have an opportunity to call in 844-843-6879. Any lineup questions that you have. We actually got uh, a question on Twitter there, Taz, uh, from at uh, Das Koopman. He asks, uh, he, he says, uh, it's probably about the, the Scoop Man. The Scoop Man. Okay. Well, you're so cool. <laughs> you just know. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the name and I'm like. Das Coop Man? No, no. And then I read it again. The <laughs> uh, Scoop Man. Right. I like there it. There you go. Duh. So, duh would be the. Yeah, right. And he's the Scoop Man. Well, anyway, right. th- thanks for uh, tweeting out to us. Thanks for listening. Um, so, he, he said that, look, that he knows that you would play Winston over Cam, but do you still like Jameis Winston over Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Mayfield? Sounds like you're, you're high on Mayfield. But what do you think of those uh, those four uh, quarterbacks there? Jameis Winston. Josh I, I, I still have Winston higher going against New Orleans. Just a great matchup. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all those weapons in play, even with Deshaun Jackson out, they still have a ton of good passing weapons. Uh, Godwin's mm-hmm. really stepped up. Humphreys has really stepped up. Evans uh, can always put up a good game, just never sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I still like Winston, but there is, you know, if he goes out and throws a few interceptions, we know there's a chance he could get the hook. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. you got to take that chance once in a while. I, I I do like Mayfield this week uh, out of the other ones he mentioned uh, the most. I have out of the ones he mentioned, I have Mayfield, Allen, Jackson um, Mm -hmm. after Winston and Cam. So if you really are worried about Winston, you know, getting pulled, if you're really concerned, and and I get it, believe me, I get it. Mm -hmm. Then for me, I would go Mayfield because I think Mayfield's got a, a, you know, a good matchup and he's just playing really well right now for the most part. Uh, outside so, of the first yeah. half last week. <laughs> yeah. So, Winston, no uh, interceptions the past couple weeks. Tip my cap to you, Winston. So, if you had yeah, him no, right he's these playing guys, good football, too. I mean, it's not even yeah. just a, not turning the yeah. ball over. He's making smart decisions the last couple of weeks. He looks, mm-hmm. you know, like he did back in the beginning, not like he did in the last couple of years. Yeah. So, if you had to rank these guys, you say Winston is ranked highest for you. Right. And then is it Mayfield second? I have, well, right now I have Winston, Cam, Mayfield, Josh Allen, and then Jackson. But I am worried about Cam, so I I would mm-hmm. probably move Mayfield above him. Uh, I, I really like to hear what they come out and say about him practicing today, if he did, and mm-hmm. what they have to say on the injury report after today, which I haven't seen yet. Um, so yeah. once I see that, I'll feel a little bit better about that choice. But I think Mayfield yeah. is just a safer pick. Yeah, I'm f- I'm fading Cam wherever I. Uh, have an opportunity to. But, uh, you know, uh, we are uh, going to continue breaking down games, but uh, uh, Jim and I thought it might be good to maybe uh, talk about some of the players, the fringe players that might be out there that you're thinking about starting, uh, you know, with all these injuries that have been happening as of late. Uh, you know, Jim went through the whole list, uh, you know, and uh, so why don't we talk about uh, some of these fringe players? First of all, Jeffrey Wilson. Uh, 49ers uh, running back. Uh, Matt Breida out. And uh, Jeff Wilson uh, basically almost came out of nowhere, right, last week? Uh, actually, I was looking at his numbers, uh, University of Texas. His last two uh, 
years at the University of North Texas. 30 touchdowns, a little over six yards per carry. Uh, what do you think about him? I, I think in terms of volume, I think he's going to have you know, opportunity to put up big numbers. But uh, we've, we've heard in the industry, one of our best friends, the king, volume doesn't always guarantee fantasy production. No, it doesn't, and he has a really tough matchup against the Broncos because the Broncos' rush defense has really made a major turnaround, um, really mm-hmm. shutting teams down of late, and they've only given up seven rushing touchdowns in 12 games on the season, so they're doing a really good job. Over the last five weeks, they're fourth in PPR points allowed to running backs, but that being said, I expect him to get a lot of work in the passing game again mm, uh, this yeah. week. That's what we really liked about him last week. He steps on the scene, gets nine eight targets, catches. eight receptions. Um, you got to mm-hmm. love that. And I, I think we see a, a lot of that again against this Denver defense that's coming after Mullins quick. He's going to have to get the ball out of his hands as quickly as he can. So I see. We, I think we see a ton more drop, you know, dump offs to Wilson this week. I really like Wilson a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the situation with the Chargers. Uh, Gordon uh, ruled out against Cincinnati. Now, uh, Eckler, right? I mean, he seemed to have had, and, and I'm guilty of even saying this, you know, his own standalone fantasy value, even when you know, Gordon was, was, was healthy. But in the two games that he's uh, had an opportunity to replace him for, he's had 2.52 yards per carry. Uh, Jackson looked real good. Uh, you know, uh, and the Bengals, uh, that's an excellent matchup. Uh, the Chargers take on the Bengals. They give up the most fantasy points to running backs. What do you think in terms of uh, Justin Jackson? Do you think that his role gets expanded this week? Uh, you know, how safe a start is Eckler? I actually like them both this week. Like you said, Cincinnati's worst defense in the league against the run, uh, allowing, you know, Opposing running backs, 32.9 fantasy points a game. So I think mm-hmm. both of these guys are in play. Jackson is going to be the early down back, goal line back. So I, I like him, you know, to, to get in the end zone at least once. I think he has a real good shot at going over 100 yards in this game. So I like him. Mm-hmm. On Eckler's side, I think he's going to be highly involved in the passing game. I expect mm-hmm. a, you know, quite a few dump-offs to him as well. Um, they've given up six receiving touchdowns, uh, the Bengals have, as well to running backs. So I like both of these guys. I think they're both in play, and I have them both in you know my lineups. I have uh, Jackson as a you know flex-by guy, where I have Eckler as a you know low wide uh, running back, too. I'm starting to wonder if Eckler is more comfortable in the role as Gordon's backup and an occasional usage as to like when he's expected to be the man. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't see him as a number one, and, and I don't expect mm-hmm. him to be that number one. But I think he's a great change of pace back. He, he has excellent hands, um, you mm-hmm. know, and – he, he's shown, I mean, two weeks ago, uh, 10 catches for 68 yards. Not a ton of yardage, but that's still 16 mm-hmm. points alone in fantasy right, in, right. in PPR league. So you got to love that. Caught another five passes last week. Not a ton of yardage, but you give me five, six, seven receptions all, you know, and a little bit of running to go with it. I'll take that mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, who else is on the, the fringe? Uh, we, we talked a little Jalen Samuels. Do we want to talk, talk about that again in terms of the Jalen Samuels, Stephen Ridley uh, uh, situation in terms of? Sure. You know, Let's go through it in, in case uh, people didn't get it earlier. Sure. We had some issues, technical issues. So in mm-hmm. case you didn't hear that part, we'll go over Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jalen Samuels. Look, I, mm-hmm. I, 
I'm not as high. We talked about it. I'm not as high, at, and you, you seem to be as well, not as high mm-hmm. as most people seem to be on Samuels because right. Ridley is there. He has the experience, um, you know, and I think he just sees, you know, some of the early down work. I think he sees the goal line carries. All of that takes a little bit away from Samuels. I think Samuels is definitely, you know, in PPR, the guy I would prefer because he's going to mm-hmm. catch some passes. We know he's got a great set of hands that way. Uh, as right. we discussed off air, he was a tight end in college. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I like him. I'm just not sure if I'm as high on him as everybody else. And some of that may go to the fact of we just went through this last week with where, uh, mm-hmm. you know, First time this year being the actual starter, everybody jumped on, ready for him to go out and have a monster game in what looked like a great matchup. And, you know, he luckily just got you into double digits, so he didn't really tank on you, but definitely not the upside most were expecting. I'm wondering if Mm -hmm. we're having that same kind of feeling this week with Samuels. Mm. That's a very good point. Yeah. Recency, uh, not biased, but just seeing what could happen. I mean, there's there's no slam dunks here, right? So... uh, We'll see. What about uh, Emmanuel Sanders, man? Now, that was a shock, right, in practice, <laughs> going down with a season-ending injury, and it could happen. This is, what you, this is why you have to build a, a deep lineup, a deep roster. Right, and that's why, you know, mo- for most point, that deep roster should have guys that are have nice uh, upside as opposed to guys that are might be steady but have no upside, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But, you know, everybody everybody's pushing to Cortland Sutton this week. Uh, he's going to be the number one there and, you know, should see, you know, quite a few targets in that offense. Uh, I, you know, definitely. Did, but, you know, Denver's defense, their secondary has not been playing well. So he should be able – I mean – San Francisco, sorry. Right, right. So he should be able to do some damage. But I'll be honest, the one I really want to see out here, out of here, is Deshaun Hamilton. Um, yep. I'd really like to see what he can do. Uh, you know, he's been hurt most of the season, hasn't really gotten much playing time, but he should work out of the slot a lot with, in this game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I really want to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. I want to see what he could do as well, but. Week fourteen, I'll, 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 you know, I might add him if. Oh I yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not starting him. In, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. starting him in season long. Don't get me wrong. Right, 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 right. I'm not right, saying right. that by any shape or mm-hmm. imagination. He mm-hmm. could come out of here right, with a right. straight dud, but I, mm-hmm. I won't, won't lie to you. I have, uh, I have at least two DFS lineups that I have him in, just as a what the heck play and see what goes right, on. Right, right, right. Uh, Christian Kirk uh, went on the IR as well for the Cardinals. Uh, maybe Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, gets a, a boost in targets. I mean, you know, he there was a, a sh- period not too long ago he was scoring some touchdowns but not get, catching a lot of passes. There's just nobody to throw the ball to in Arizona. By default, do you think that Larry Fitzgerald could end his what could be his final uh, season of his career on a high note in terms of uh, volume? Oh, I don't think it's his final season. I, I definitely don't think that. <laughs> I think he's got a few years left in him, no doubt. A few um, years, Whether huh? they're on Arizona... No. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. He is. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's got that. He's in such great shape, uh, and, and it's not like he's you know crazy. He's only thirty-five. I could see him going for a couple more years. Um, mm-hmm. It may just not be with Arizona. We'll have to see how that plays out. But right. uh, yeah, he should absolutely see a, a, an uptick with Kirk out, of course. But well, not only that, the, the guy who was supposed to start opposite him, Chad Williams, is now looking very iffy to play as well, dealing with an ankle mm-hmm. and hamstring injury. So we actually may see a little bit more J.J. Nelson on the field uh, once again. Remember him, every, yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, he just 
pops up for a little bit and then goes away. He pops up and goes away like a little jack-in-the-box. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know if I could trust him in anything at this point, mm. <laughs> especially with Josh Rosen on the center. Fit, Fitzgerald's even hard to trust with Rosen there, but I, I definitely, if I had to take somebody, it'd definitely be Fitzgerald. Man, uh, talk about you know, guys that just keep popping up out of nowhere, like, you know, you mentioned J.J. Nelson. How about Jerron Brown, who uh, caught three catches for 67 yards uh, for the Seahawks last week, two touchdowns. But, again, it was against uh, San Francisco's defense. This week he gets uh, the Vikings on Monday night. So, I mean, uh, one shot, one there, uh, or not. Yeah, not somebody I would trust. Um <laughs> at all. Like I said, I, I wouldn't trust him in season long at all. And in mm-hmm. DFS, there's a lot of guys in his price range I, I like more, have more upside. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't really ring much for me at all. Mm-hmm. What about Dante Pettis? 13 catches, three touchdowns in the past three weeks for the 49ers, of course. Marquise Goodwin has missed the past two games, but he's playing this week. Uh, Pierre Garçon, you mentioned, out this week. Uh, you think Dante Pettis uh, is worth a flyer? Um, I, I do actually. I do think he's worth a flyer. He's uh, he's been playing real well, uh, playing a lot out of the slot. I think he's got a chance to to really do some. You know, I, I, see, this is what always bugs me about these guys that I think are, are playing well and, and give me a shot. I'm just I always seem to go back to one thing for me. It's always been I'm not sure I trust rookie wide receivers in fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, because they are just so up and down. But he is coming off two great games. Of course, they were games without Goodwin. Now Goodwin gets back involved. I'm interested to see how that changes up what we see out of uh, out of Pettis. But Pettis is playing real well right now and goes against the Broncos defense that just isn't playing well against the pass. So I, I do like Pettis this week, but I still have that little voice in the back of my head. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. I keep mm. telling the boys to shut up. Right, right. I am not going to put the bomb under that car. Cut it out. <laughs> and, you know, so it, it's, like the, I, I, it's like the old cartoons, right? You got the devil on one side. You yeah. have the angel on the other side, right? <laughs> so I, I like him. I, I do. I, he's been playing good football, but that, just that other voice. <laughs> yeah, you got me. You know, you're saying that uh, the uh, police song, Voices Inside My Head, yeah. comes to mind. I love that song. I do, too. Sean, I love you hear the that? police yeah, voices inside my head, Sean. See if you see if we have a, a version of that. We could either come back from or whatnot. Any any other uh, any other? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's see. Uh, a lot of people want to know about Josh Reynolds after the tank he took mm-hmm. last week. Look, it mm-hmm. really comes down comes down to whether or not. Goff has to throw a lot. If Gurley takes over a game, Goff doesn't have to throw a lot, then you can't count on Reynolds. This is a game against a tough defense that I think they're going to have to uh, throw a lot. Goff is going to have to throw, uh, you know, especially with uh, Trubisky back. So I think uh, Reynolds is in play. The thing I like about Reynolds is he has a lot of upside. He has a low floor, as we saw last mm. week, so you take your yeah, chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has that upside in this offense to have a great game. So I, I like those upside plays as long as I have a strong team around him. 
So give me a either or. Let's say a, a Dante Pettis or Josh Reynolds. Who do you trust more? Ooh, this week? that's a good one too. Wow. Um, <laughs> at, this, at this point, I, I say if you want to use the word trust, I guess I trust Dante Pettis a little more, uh, just with mm-hmm. the way he's playing the last couple of weeks. Uh, Reynolds is definitely up or down, boomer bust, whatever you want to say about it. He is that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to give right. you all or nothing. Um, you know, just Pettis. Pettis has been on fire the last two weeks. Mullen seems to be mm-hmm. locked into him. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, players as we uh, head on? You said there was a lot. If you have, oh, there are a more? lot. I mean, people want to yeah, know yeah. about how about uh, Jordy Nelson. What do you think about Jordy Nelson? Pops up last week, has a great game. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to know: can they trust him in Week 14? I mean, I we'll talk. No, no. We'll, we met, I was, I was going to say we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, I was enjoying Rick, Rick Astley, and and I don't think I didn't notice that he uh, played voices inside my head. We'll come back. We'll break down more of Week 14. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Got Joe Galina. You got the Fantasy Taz Jim Day. Hey, and I haven't called you George once today. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, really, something going on in my head. (laughs) Those voices inside your head. Yeah, really. (laughs) Way too many of them. Way too many of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk about a little uh, Bet DSI Capitalize. On all the on-field action at BetDSI with a user-friendly mobile site, web interface, and the fastest payouts in the industry. From the upcoming NFL games to college football bowl games to the next big soccer match, they have wagering options for almost any sport you could think of. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge and utilize live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. Utilize your daily fantasy skills without the constraints of salary caps and wager on player props. There's so many ways to make money. Use the promo code FNTSY100 when signing up. And you get a 100% bonus deposit match. Say what? 100%? (laughs) 
Yes, 100%. And once you open up your account. I hit you both at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's kind of scared me, right? Once you've opened up your account, go to dailyroto.com, click on Contact Us, and send us your BetDSI username. And we'll give you one month of Daily Roto access totally free. That's right, free! Uh, uh, (laughs) 100% and one month. Wow! Free! (laughs) So that's access to all sports, tools, and optimizers. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI today to win on so many levels. That's promo code FNTSY100 to get your 100% bonus deposit match and one month free to DailyRoto.com. You want me to read that again? (laughs) So you were asking a little bit uh, uh, Jordy Nelson before you went to uh, co- uh, commercial. Yeah, I mean, let's say, you know, what do, what do you think? He had such a, a monster game last week. Is he see mm. somebody you can trust? Absolutely not. You know, and the thing is, I was kind of, you know, I was semi into him, you know, in preseason. You know, like with my last pick, I was taking him, and you know, I kind of believed the hype that oh, you know, he he looks sharp, he looks fast, and and then in preseason. Oh yeah, but, me too. Uh, I was right there with you. I thought he was a great <laughs> late round pick. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's had last a couple pick, of good games. Yeah. He, he's had some big games. Yeah, uh, that hundred seventy three I mean, yard, uh, yard game. Yeah, in I guess week three. <laughs> yeah. But of course, after doing nothing the first two weeks, nobody started him in that game. Right, um, exactly. <laughs> we, yeah. Which is yeah. always the case. I mean, it's like we, we just settle in the groove. Okay, this guy's not going to do anything. He's on my bench. And mm-hmm. then, bam. Or it's just right, the opposite. Right. They're really going strong on your bench for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, I'm going to start him this week. And then, bam, they do nothing. It's like, wow, right, right. It, it's a conspiracy. Right, NFL right. teams have a conspiracy against fantasy football. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm going to presume that you're not going to even take a chance on him in season long. But uh, in a throwaway DFS lineup, is he somebody that, you know, off of his 10-catch, 97-yard performance? Personally, I, I wouldn't. But would you? I'd do it if you paid for my my, my DFS lineup. <laughs> no, I really wouldn't either. I look, it was one thing <laughs> doing that against Kansas City in a, in a comeback. Uh, quite the opposite doing it against Pittsburgh, um, mm-hmm. uh, even at home. I, I just – very hard hard to trust him. Could he go out and have a big game? Absolutely. You know, if you really want to take a flyer, he does, He has a chance. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. No yeah. way I could do it. Right. All right. So uh, any other names or you want to go over no, Saints yeah, Bucks? Or... To, yeah, we can go back yeah. to a couple games. All right. So uh, going to Tampa Bay – and uh, the Saints uh, coming off of their Thursday, last Thursday uh, loss. And uh, what do you have as a spread on this one? Um, let me look here. Uh, ten points. Saints are yeah, ten-point favorite. On the road. you got to love that. Yeah. Especially when Bruce doesn't points, really play 55. as well on the road. <laughs> right, right, right. And we talked a little bit about Jameis Winston. Uh, the scoop man was asking us about Jameis Winston. Back-to-back turnover, uh, free starts. Uh, and, and you rightly said that, hey, you know, he's been playing better just overall. Uh, so um, Jameis Winston is somebody that uh, you're okay starting this week, no? Yes, I, uh, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. I'm taking right. that shot. Saints uh, running uh, defense, very tough. I didn't, didn't realize it. Third fewest fantasy points per game to running backs. Uh, fade Peyton Barber. Touchdowns in three straight, 2.71 yards per carry. 
but uh, Saints just too tough. Yeah, Saints have been absolutely playing really good against the <laughs> against the run. They're number six uh, over the last five weeks and number four on the season. So they've slid a little bit, but that, a lot of that was Ezekiel Elliott. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, Peyton Barber is not even in play for me. He has been mm-hmm. playing better of late, uh, but that better is very, you know, air quotish better mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. based on the fact that he did absolutely nothing before that. Mm. Um, right, right. So, I, I, yeah, there's no way I'd have any faith in Peyton Barber this week at, at all. Mm. Both, uh, both Saints running backs on the opposite. I love both Saints running backs. Kamara mm-hmm. absolutely going to get his, but I think Ingram's in for a big one too. Uh, if the mm-hmm. Saints get up to an early lead, which I expect them to, I expect Ingram to be in play here and you know against this defense who Tampa Bay's defense is still not getting it done on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing a lot better through the air, but still not getting it done on the ground. I think Ingram's in for a big day, too. So I like both of those guys. Yeah, they've been. Uh, they've had a couple of smaller weeks than what we're accustomed to, right? But uh, this could be the week. Are you concerned uh, on the Saints side with Michael Thomas at all? Yeah, he was on the injury report, not on it anymore. Uh, do you think that there's something brewing there? No. That, uh, you know, no. No. Okay. No. Not, yeah, I'm not worried about Michael Thomas. Look, they, they got beat by a team that just wanted it more last week, was better prepared, came out with a better game plan, and just shut Drew Brees down. Tampa Bay's not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other uh, fantasy goodness here? Brees, are you a little worried about Brees? Uh, like you said, playing outdoors, going to be a little rain in this game. Um, concerned at no. all? No. Start him. No. Start him. No. Set it and forget it. <laughs> the Buccaneers mm-hmm. allow almost 300 yards and over two touchdowns a game to, to opposing quarterbacks. Um, mm-hmm. He lit them up in week one for 439 yards, three touchdowns. Of course, that was at home. The light rain, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to bother Drew Brees. He, he, He's played in, in New Orleans. I heard he hates around them. that area. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you did, well then, then maybe you got to look. There, there is a scoop. stat out there that can look. There is, a, you know, some stats out there that can really turn your head if you really want. Look, it looks like it, it, the matchup on paper is great, but if you count his last five trips to Raymond James Stadium, um, mm. he's only averaged 285 yards and one touchdown. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So there could be concern. And so, you know, if you have another option you think is more trustworthy, go for it. I still like Breeze. It is so hard to, to, to sit him in a season long. He's the guy that, like when you mentioned a little earlier in the show, that you just, you know, you, you sit someone and then all of a sudden they just go off and you just kick yourself. And then you start hearing those those crazy voices in your head that I'd like you to talk to somebody about. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've tried, but every time I go to talk to somebody about it, they end up having to go talk to somebody else about that. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Uh, Adam Humphreys, Chris Godwin, uh, I think we, we mentioned them earlier. Uh, Humphreys, three straight games with a touchdown, double-digit uh, PPR fantasy points in three straight. Godwin had the nice week last week, five for 101 and a touchdown. Comfortable using them in, in all formats, or do you prefer in, in, in one format over the other? Well, I like Humphreys a little more than Godwin, but I think all three are in play absolutely in this matchup. Uh, New Orleans mm. is still not stopping anybody. Um, mm. You know, it's I like Godwin. You know, coming off that monster game last week, I, I like him definitely a little bit more now that Deshaun Jackson is out. But I still like Humphreys more. He's been a little bit more steady of late, and it definitely looks like Winston and him have developed a nice little touch uh, over those short passes over the middle and stuff like that. I expect that to continue. 
All right, so what are we thinking about in terms of uh, the uh, game, uh, uh, the way this game is going to unfold? Sorry, I had a little fumble there. My tongue got yeah. in the way. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a 10-point underdog Buccaneers. What are we thinking? Look, this this tight game for me. It, it's hard to you know roll all these things into one. You know, first of all, given ten points on the road, uh, Drew Brees not being great on the road normally, and then you know last five games at Tampa Bay specifically not doing great. Uh, you know, not poor, but not great. Averaging one touchdown is not great. Um, when you start adding all these things together and the fact that Tampa Bay's offense is playing so well and mm. New Orleans' defense is not, man, I, yeah. I think of anything here, I, I take the home dog, take the points. Me too. Yeah, I'm looking at, you know, I know that they played against San Francisco but gave up nine points to them. Uh, I'm talking about Tampa Bay. The defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, 17 points to Carolina last week. So, yeah, I like the home dog as well. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I, I, 55 points is a little little much, especially with a, a little bit of weather going on. I know it's yeah, only if it's rain. only light rain, now, light, mm-hmm. light rain to me means nothing, uh, especially mm-hmm. if you really don't have high winds going with it. Well, if you're leaving your house and it's light rain, do you use an umbrella? No, actually, I like the light rain. Do you? I let okay. it go. Yeah, absolutely. My yeah. rug could use a little watering. <laughs> How else is it going to grow? There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I like Tampa Bay with the points at, the, at this one, but I do think mm-hmm. it has a chance to go over. So I would take the over if I bet this game. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, that's fair enough. Want to talk about your Giants? Oh, uh, only if we have to. <laughs> yeah, we have to. So yeah, okay. big big news that we broke uh, about OBJ uh, spending three hundred thousand dollars a year to take care of his butt. No, not that news. The news was that. <laughs> uh, he has succumbed to his quad injury, and he's out. And for all of you who don't know what succumb means, he's not playing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I got to keep it simple, right? <laughs> I have a lot of faith uh, in our listeners. I, I, I do too, but just to mm-hmm. make sure, we don't. Uh-huh. We, you know, that's an important point. We just want to make sure they're clear that Odell yes. Beckham is not playing on Sunday. Out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just didn't want to leave it to anybody had any doubts about it. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely for me, I, I think Sterling Shepard and uh, Evan Ingram both get a little bump with this. Um, you know, I, I mean, if you really, really want to dig deep for you know a deep DFS GPP play, Russell Shepard steps up too. He's been stepping up of late. Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he gets a little bit more involved too. Hmm. That's a good call. That is a good call. Um, so the Giants are a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, uh, traveling to Washington. 41 is the over-under. God, that just tells you how bad Washington is right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. When uh, was the last time you saw the Giants as a, a road favorite? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's, it has been a while. It definitely has been a while. Um, so uh, on the Redskins side, uh, any uh, fantasy goodness there? Maybe a little Adrian Peterson, Giants, uh, you know, since they traded snacks, especially third most uh, fantasy points per game to running backs. Uh, and now they lost the Landon Collins, too. Yeah, yeah, big one. So yeah. Landon Collins is out. So, yes, I do like Adrian Peterson in this one. Look, let's face mm-hmm. it, that that's 
that's Washington's only chance to win this game is Adrian Peterson going off. And mm-hmm. with this Giants defense playing the way it is, he could go off. Uh, over the last five weeks, they're 27th in the league in PPR points allowed. Uh, mm-hmm. And with Sanchez there, you're trying to take that ball out of Sanchez's ends as much as you can. I could see Peterson having a monster game here. Hmm. Nothing in the passing game interests you? Maybe a, a Jordan Reed? Oh, hell no. You know, as a safety uh, valve? I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> hmm. I, I find it hard to have any faith in Mark Sanchez at this point at, at hmm. all. Uh, so I, I just I don't know if I could touch any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, no Chris Thompson as a safety valve either? Well, I you thought they'd use him a little bit more than they did last week, but he could yeah, come into play. Yeah, surprise, three just, catches last week. Yeah, yeah, he could absolutely come into play, no doubt, uh, you know, as that dump-off guy. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, after last week, I'm having a little hard time, you know, getting behind that. Mm-hmm. I would really, really, really need to have a strong team around him before I would put him in. All right. Uh, here's a prop bet uh, for this game. Total combined fumbles, lost, and interceptions in week 14 for Mark Sanchez. Uh, and the over-under is one and a half. And I am going <laughs> over, my friend. Over. <laughs> um, God, I hope it's not over. Um, <laughs> I don't want the Giants to win another meaningless game. means nothing. Mm. Lose. Mm. Uh, then you get people like you saying, well, they're not mathematically eliminated. Well, ah! I said it. Does it? I said it because it's it's you know it's true. I know it's true, but I don't want to hear that. That's crap. That's yeah. why Eli's still starting is because people keep saying that. Um, you, you you know you got to start. You're facing up to the truth. You can't handle the truth, Daz. You can't. Them giants are not mathematically eliminated. Face it. Uh, that's not the truth. I worry about the truth. I worry about is should Eli still be starting? Um, mm. And I keep coming back to no. Mm. Um, so that's the truth that hurts the more. Um, mm. so, and you know, they're just keeping you guys, keeping Giants fans, you know, with that little bit of hope just so they can rip it away at the right point in time and really take it all away from you. So I, I just, I'm, I, I've lost hope already, so they can't rip it away from me later. Keep hope alive. <laughs> Did you ever hear keep hope alive? Come on. <laughs> Outside of that, for the Giants side of the ball, I like everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. I like them all. Washington defense is hurting. They're playing bad. They're one of the worst in the league. And they are seriously on a downward trend at this point uh, after having a, a nice, comfortable lead in the NFC East a few weeks ago now uh, behind Dallas and just going in the wrong direction. So you, take, <laughs> so you uh, <laughs> are you taking the Giants to cover the three and a half? Yeah, I think the Giants cover it. Unfortunately, right? <laughs> as much as I hate it, I do think they cover it. Yeah. And what about this 41 points? I'd say the under. Now, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> this, could, this could be a 16-9 game. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I could easily see that happening. Uh, just, man, um, I, I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole. Hmm. I did put Saquon Barkley in a couple of uh, DFS lineups. Let me read you one that okay. where he's in, okay? So we got Barkley, like I mentioned. Uh, I put in Wilson also at running back for 3,800. Uh, I used Phillip Rivers as my quarterback. You like him this week? I do I like him. Hey, look, he, yeah. every week of the season, he's had at least two two touchdown passes. I don't see yeah, that yeah, stopping yeah. now. Yeah, we got a prop on that. Uh, Mari Cooper and Fitzgerald. Like we talked about Fitzgerald and like yep. Cooper, right? Uh, Zay Jones. 
No, definitely taking that yeah. shot. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Vance McDonald, the tight end, you know, went went low. And then at my flex, I was able to afford to put Ezekiel Elliott in there. Nice. Got to like yeah. it. And I, like it a lot. Yeah, and I took, yeah, and I took the Giants defense again. <laughs> uh, a lot of people taking the giant. A lot of people taking the Giants defense. Uh, I, yeah. I get that. Um, I, I, okay, I got one real quick. Uh, DFS lineup this draft game. Well, what do we uh, talk when we come back? Because Jim Morrison sounds we got to go. <laughs> we'll be back go. Jim's DFS lineup on the other side. A weekend fantasy update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. This is an 80s. I don't know what is. A lot of uh, techno uh, stuff, a lot of synthesizers. We're back to the final segment on Weekend Fantasy Update. This was I just can't stop for moving. Music. Worst error I just can't stop ever. moving, Taz. Electronic. I'm dancing sucks. all over my home studio. <laughs> uh, after our show is over. You can stay tuned for In This League with the Welsh and the Bogman. Good good listen there. Uh, and, uh, hey, we got a, a question from our buddy, uh, the Scoop Man, uh, the Taz. Uh, he says, with the OBJ news. Yeah? Well, it was, well I just said Electronica, but okay. Uh, I said 80s. It sounded oh, 80s to me, gotcha. but okay. Yeah, that was me. All right. Um, it's those voices inside my head. By the way, good <laughs> good for you there <laughs> on finding that tune. Um, so the scoop man's asking with the uh, Odell Beckham Jr. news, Evan Ingram or Jimmy Graham? Ooh, that's a tight one. Um, yeah. If Graham wasn't hurt, I don't really go to Graham. But, again, it, with everything that's going on in Green Bay right now, I just don't know what to expect. But yeah, it's I'm not with you been on that. great. Don't know how they're going to react to this whole new regime. Yeah, I just if, I, if they're going to if they're going to shut down. I can't picture Rogers shutting down. I can picture no, Rogers really going off just to prove that you know McCarthy. And, and is I a, keep coming jackass. back to that myself. I agree. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he wants to show that he can do it better without him. I get that. Uh, hmm. uh, but is that going to be Graham or is that going to be the rookie wide receivers that end up stepping up that haven't been doing anything? Right. That's right, my right. concern. That's what my call is. And you have to deal with Graham and his, you know, the the injury. The, uh, he's the still thumb got that club, and the knee. yeah, that club yeah. thing on. Um, mm-hmm. Look, my gut says. Ingram is the play here just because of Beckham being out, but I could easily see going with Graham. I'm looking at what Graham did last week. 11 targets, 8 catches for 50 yards. Yep. Oof. That's, that's you, a, know, not, 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 you know, not a great 
yardage day, but eight catches, you love to see that, 13 points. Yeah. But it hasn't yeah. been very consistent. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the thing to me was, you know, I, I mean, that was that was against Arizona. Um, you know, not not the greatest team in the world against tight ends. Right, right, right. And Falcons have given up uh, four a little better, touchdowns. four touchdowns, yeah. six hundred yards. Yeah, that fifty-seven uh, catches. I mean, Graham Graham could outplay him. My gut says I like Ingram better. That's all. Hmm. Follow your gut. Follow those voices. Hey, when your gut is as big as mine, you almost have to. <laughs> Sometimes you know, guys like you and I, our gut gets uh, into the room before we do. Meyer always does. <laughs> but I use that to my advantage because I can hide outside the room and stick it in and see what's going on before I actually enter. There you go. See if the co- see, Check if the coast is clear, right? Yeah, exactly. There's those voices. <laughs> I tell you, you talked about the, uh, the you said you like the, the, the police band. Great sound for a three-piece band, no? Amazing. Oh, yeah, I always loved it. Yeah. Great lyrics, great, you know, use of timing. They're just excellent yeah, yeah. bands, some great musicians. And I love bands with great musicians, always have. Mm-hmm. So give me uh, the, the DFS lineup that you uh, wanted to share yep. with us. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. We'll start with this one just because we were talking about Mayfield. I like him a lot. Yeah, with Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Wilson, Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, Bruce Ellington I have in there right now, uh, but mm. um, I'm looking, at, you know, if, if Casey doesn't play because he's questionable this week, if he doesn't go, I think I'm going to roll with uh, Cole Beasley uh, against mm. a, a Philly secondary that's kind of hurting. You know, Beasley nice, could uh, step in and yeah. have a decent mm-hmm. game. Nothing spectacular, but hey, look, at that point, you know, he was a punt play anyway, Ellington too. Um, and then Travis Kelsey at tight end and Eckler at flex and the Giants defense on this one team. Yeah, I I'll give you a lineup that I'm thinking of changing. Like I, I when I when I created it, I liked it. Now I'm like eh, I don't know. So my quarterback Tom Brady, <laughs> and then I went real low on running backs. I went Justin Jackson, and uh, Jeff Wilson, uh, but I uh, went up on uh, wide receivers Antonio Brown. I think that early on, I think that the Steelers are just gonna, in my opinion, just gonna pummel the the Raiders. Uh, I mean, coming off two losses. I think that even though it's a road game, but uh, then I went Devonte Adams, and now you know after saying that we don't know what's going to happen in terms of how the Packers are going to react to this whole thing, but uh, you know Devonte Adams has just been so damn uh, consistent this season. I wouldn't know? take Devonte Adams out. I'm, I'm more yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about the other players. Devonte Adams and and Rodgers are dialed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I went uh, Amari Cooper in this. Uh, I like as Cooper, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, paid hey, up. Hey, Cooper's Zach, been a top ten wide receiver since he's come over to to Dallas, and he's playing yeah. good football. So I agree. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm sorry. Finish out after that. One. No, I'm, I'll fit uh, around more. Uh, I might flex Jalen Samuels. I, I really went with all the all three of those uh, underlying players. There's too many of them. You know, it's. Too, too, too little of a chance of all three of them uh, having big games, right? Jackson, Jeff Wilson, and uh, Jalen Samuels. They shouldn't all be in the yeah, same that, you're, they, you know, <laughs> Is that a cash game or a GPB? It's just a, a 50-50 I threw in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, a cash game, I, yeah. yeah, I think that would be a yeah. little much. Yeah, of the three, <laughs> I definitely like Wilson the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So we'll see. I'll fiddle around with this one. 
But I uh, want to try to uh, get a little, uh, do, do as much as we can in terms of uh, week 14. How about Texans and the Colts? Texans, uh, Colts, ooh. Yeah, so um, we have a four a and a half. A lot of people uh, worried about the Colts after last game. I think Telling they, the comms they are should freaked be. down. <laughs> but you know what? Andrew Luck threw the ball 52 times. All six of the Colts' losses, Luck has thrown the ball 40 times or more. So, I mean, I, I know, you know, game script, well, did game script call for it? I mean, they lost 6 nothing <laughs> to the Jets. Yeah, really. What I, happened yeah. there? <laughs> well, uh, it, what happened is they ran into a buzzsaw, a team that just had the great had a great game plan going, and sometimes that just mm-hmm. works out that way. Defensive right. corner just comes out with, you know, sees something on tape that he knows he can exploit, and that's exactly right. what they did here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the issue. You don't want to see Luck throwing the ball too much. But uh, you wonder, Marlon Mack, uh, I think he's an iffy play against the Texans. 3.45 yards uh, per carry allowed, six touchdowns to running backs on the season. Uh, you know, Colts, maybe uh, – the people who were worried about the Colts this week, they might think they might have something brewing there. I mean, uh, T.Y. Hilton, game time decision. I mean, Eric Ebron, the man, 11 touchdowns on the season, uh, not, not on the injury report anymore, but was dealing with a little illness and, and he had a back problem earlier this week. Yeah, right. But totally off the injury report now, ready to go. Um, you mm. know, Houston's, the Texans defense has uh, given up the eighth most most receptions to tight ends and over 60 yards a game. I, mm-hmm. I absolutely love Ebron. There's no way you're not starting Ebron anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, absolutely. The, yeah. What what comes into play here uh, with a with a DJ matchup is on the other side. Jordan Thomas, you, uh, looking mm-hmm. for you know a, a low owned, low price tight end that you can go out there and stream maybe this week uh, or Four if you really in five weeks. Right. He's just he's coming up. Uh, he's getting involved. <laughs> You know, I, those touchdowns alone could be valuable for fantasy and DFS if you're really looking to punt a position and try and get more chalk. He might be in mm. play. Yeah, and we talked last week about the uh, Colts' overall defense versus the run. It's been getting a lot better over the past month. 3.16 yards per carry versus running backs. Lamar Miller, 103 rushing yards last week. 162 the previous week. Yeah, uh, I know the fantasy over 104 of his last six games. Yeah, so yeah. he's definitely been playing yeah. well. But, but this, you know, I, I mean, the Foreman. Not that it. You and know. you got Deontay mm-hmm. Foreman coming in this week, who may take yeah. some. Who knows? I don't think he takes much, but he could. Uh, mm-hmm. And then a Colts defense that you know they're only giving up 3.8 yards a carry and 87 yards a game. So mm-hmm. it, it, you know, Miller could beat that, but yeah, it's going to be a tough game for him. Yeah, uh, um, the Colts do give up the uh, second most per game receptions to running backs, so maybe that's the way to go. And it may be. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. It really comes down to how much how they use them in this game plan, and you know, of course, Kiki Kute is once again a game time decision, but not and somebody Demarius you can trust. Thomas, you can't trust either, right? You yeah. know, you can't trust Kute, and uh, I feel you can't trust uh, Demarius Thomas either. So uh, it's going to be interesting here. So what are we thinking in terms of this four-and-a-half-point spread for Houston? Football's hottest team, nine straight wins. Yeah, but this is a divisional rivalry that, you know, Indianapolis needs to stay in the running. Um, Mm -hmm. 
I, I just I got this feeling that the Colts are going to come out after you know being embarrassed last game. I think they're going to mm-hmm. be a little pissed off in this one. I think they're going to take it out on Houston, and I, mm-hmm. I I think the Colts cover that four and a half points. Do you think they win? I think they have a solid shot at winning. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houston's been winning, but not by a lot. And you know, right. they've you know been in tight games pretty much every time. I, I think if Luck does come out pissed off and trying to throw the ball, I think they win this game. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and that uh, you think it's going to be a high-scoring game? You think the fifty, the over/under fifty, is fair? That 50 scares me a little. Um, mm-hmm. It does. Uh, I could see it going under that. I wouldn't bet the over-under on the 50. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I bet most people are probably looking at the over, but mm-hmm. don't be surprised if it, it comes in under. I, I wouldn't touch this game. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm in on the under as well. Uh, I could see it being a closer than, uh, you know, a closer game. I could see the Colts covering. Um, but, you know, the Colts have been, you know, I mean, they barely hung on to beat the Dolphins two weeks ago, and uh, they uh, lost to the Jags 6 nothing. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, well, hey, well that, that same, you know, Miami team has played a couple of, you know, real tough games of, of late as well. So, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's hard at this point in time. Everybody's playing for something. Yep. Uh, so Except we have uh, Giants. No, they're they're not mathematically <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> We're hoping that they play for a higher pick, but uh, they just keep on winning. They uh, they put these teams in front of them that they could beat. There. <laughs> <laughs> so we have actually, I think, five five late games tomorrow, yes. which is unusual. Yeah, uh, I guess let's try to go through them quickly. You know, just a couple of... in seven in six minutes. Sure, let's go for it. Yeah, no, but just no, just the main the main themes. We'll say, all right. So okay, uh, Cincinnati that... Chargers. I like Rivers. I like. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bye, bye. Thanks for tuning in. Stay for, yeah. in this league. <laughs> man, Chargers, man, fourteen point favorite over the Bengals. Well, Bengals I think that's are a... just another team going south quickly, um, especially mm-hmm. with the loss of AJ Green and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't man, I can't even remember the old guy quarterback's name who's gone now. That's how fast he's Andy gone. Dalton. Andy yeah, yeah. Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Driscoll under there, he doesn't really threaten mm-hmm. anybody. And not only that, the Chargers have been playing so well against the pass. You know, a lot of people off against are off on Mixon too this week. I like Mixon. Uh, Chargers mm-hmm. haven't been doing so well against the, the run. On the season, they're 17th against opposing uh, wide running backs. But over the last five weeks, they're actually 22nd. I, I think uh, Mixon is still in play here. Outside of Mixon, don't like anybody else on Cincinnati. Hey, you know, because the position is so thin, C.J. Uzuma has been Draft Driscoll's uh, top target. Draft Driscoll has taken over for Andy Dalton, of course. And you know what? Six catches two weeks ago, five catches last week in a PPR with a very thin uh, tight end position. You know, you might want to sneak him in there. We already talked about Justin Jackson versus Austin Eckler. Uh, Keenan Allen's an automatic. Uh, You don't like Tyler Boyd this week? Wait, wait, wait. Let's clear that up. Sure, six catches, five catches, 11 catches Mm -hmm. last week. Looks really nice, except when you add in the fact that he had 39 (laughs) and 33 yards respectively. So neither of those weeks did he even get you to double digits. He's only gotten you to double digits one week on the season, and that was all Mm -hmm. the way back in week six against the Steelers. So Mm -hmm. I I like the five and six receptions, but when it's only coming with 30 yards and, you know, very small chance of a touchdown, I I have such a hard time counting on that. 
I agree with you, but in a full point PPR, when he gets you like, let's say, the eight catches or whatever, with the crap that's out there in tight end, you know, someone might be able to use that. And, and you know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I want uh, upside. I'll take the upside of some of these other lesser guys than, than he does. Uh, I mean, uh, we talked about Jordan Thomas. I think he's got more upside because he could score. You know, right, I'd right. rather have those guys that have that chance of getting in the end zone. He was almost only done it twice, and mm-hmm. not since Driscoll's been there. Right. And uh, you like Boyd? I don't love Boyd, but, I, you know, I like him. He should see a, a ton of targets in this one. So I, mm-hmm. I take the chance on him. But, man, Chargers have been playing great defense against the pass. Yeah. You, you think the uh, Chargers could cover the 14? That's a tough one. Chargers always play games like this. They end up playing them tight for some reason. They don't charge out in front and play ahead. But then mm-hmm. again, this is a different Chargers team. We've never really seen them get off to this great a start in a long time, 9-3, and three really mm-hmm. pushing. And they, too, are another team that could end up pushing for that number one seed. Um, mm. So uh, I, they could cover, and they should cover. Uh, I'm just not sure I could bet it just because I could see them winning what they may end up making is a tight game. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Denver at San Francisco. In the last couple of minutes we have, Denver is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We mentioned Emmanuel Sanders goes to the IR. We talked about uh, Deshaun Hamilton, uh, you know, as a guy to watch because he's going to be playing out of the slot this week. So, uh, you know, we don't recommend you putting him in a lineup. You know, maybe you could put him in a a DFS lineup as a, you know, just – but not your season long. Uh, anybody well, else? This here? Could be a, well, Lacoste could be another cheap uh, tight end that may come into play with Sanders out. We could see mm. him, see them going to him a little bit more often, especially yeah. if Lacoste, Sutton is, right. Lacoste, I'm sorry, is, is having yes. an issue, mm. um, you know, being that number one wide receiver. If they get him tightened down, then you could see Lacoste mm-hmm. coming up having a decent game here as well. Uh, on the yeah. San Francisco side, we talked about it. I love Jeff Wilson this week. I think they mm-hmm. really keep getting him involved. Pettis is still a good play. Goodwin is an iffy play at best. I, no way I can trust him. But Kittle, of course, is always in play. There you go. And... Uh... With uh, less than a minute to go, uh, we're not going to be able to get to these games, but the 425s, Philadelphia, Dallas, Pittsburgh at Oakland, Detroit at Arizona. Taz, it's been fun, and good luck to you this week. We'll catch you all day long on the uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the YouTube channel as well. And you've got to stay tuned for In This League. Week 14. Go for the gold, people. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for spending part of your Saturday with us. Weekend Fantasy Update. Thanks to Sean Angle doing a great job, as always, producing our show. For Jim Day, I'm Joe Galina. Have a great one.